Welcome to the Research and Innovation Podcast with the Digit Data Observatory. This series is presented in conjunction with the Digital Futures of Work Research Centre, supported by the Economic and Social Research Council. Hi, I'm Chris Ford, and I'm Deputy Director of Digit at Leeds University Business School, uh, and I'm co-lead of the uh, Data Observatory. Hi, and my name's Emma Russell. I'm a Chartered and Registered Occupational Psychologist at the University of Sussex, and I am also co-lead of the Data Observatory with Chris and co-lead of the Mid and Early Career Researcher Stream with Dimitra Petrikarki at the Digit Research Centre. And today in uh, this podcast, Emma and I are going to talk to you more about the Digit Data Observatory. But to begin with, uh, perhaps the first thing we could look at Uh, Emma, is what is DIGIT? What is the DIGIT Research Centre? Well, DIGIT stands for Digital Futures at Work Research Centre, and it's an Economic and Social Research Council funded research centre that spans a number of universities. So across the UK, that includes Sussex and Leeds, Manchester, Cambridge and Aberdeen, and also Monash University in Australia. It's headed up by professors Jackie O'Reilly at Sussex and Mark Stewart at Leeds. And I suppose primarily what Digit aims to do um, is to use research to increase understanding of how digital technologies are changing and impacting people's work and the implications that this has for, for workers, job seekers, organisations, governments and society. So really the, the aim of Digit is to try and use theoretically driven and wherever possible co-created research um, to use knowledge about digital work to engage debate and facilitate discussions, provide guidance, influence policy and practices and help make digital working life better for everyone. So Digit organises this around four key research themes. So the first theme looks at understanding the impact of digitalization on work and employment and this takes kind of a historical perspective really and looks at where we've come from where we're going what the recent trends are and how that plays out both in regional and national and international environments the second research theme looks at understanding employers digital practices at work. So this involves using a large scale survey to try and gauge how different digital technologies are being implemented across businesses and what some of the investment decisions are for businesses and organisations in in adopting and implementing these technologies. So I think the hope is there that this then can become a really useful data source in the future for other researchers to access and look at as as a kind of representation of a point in time and understanding of where employers are in relation to to using digital technologies across their different sectors and areas. I guess that then links a little bit to the third theme, which looks at um, understanding employers and employees' experiences of digital work across different sectors. So we are trying to get a relatively broad brush approach here, looking at, for example, the creative industries, the health sector, Um, financial and legal service industries, how have these different industry sectors adopted digital technology um, and how has that impacted work in terms of work being created, being displaced, being structured differently. And then the final theme is understanding how to reconnect the disconnected. 
So this is an attempt to provide new channels of voice and representation to more disadvantaged or traditionally invisible groups within society, trying to understand a bit more about how digital technology can provide opportunities to people who may not have had those opportunities before, but also being very mindful of, of the impact um, digital work has on people in terms of social protections, representation, regulation, and so forth. So those are kind of our four themes, but we also obviously have other areas at Digit that we're looking at. don't know if you can tell us a bit about those, Chris. As you say, I mean, that's quite, quite an ambitious programme, isn't it? And um, the themes give us a, gives it a structure around particular issues and, and you've got these sexual differences, I think, as well, which are, which are really interesting. So the nature of digital technologies and their use at work will be quite different, I think, in some of those sectors that you've you've identified. Um, but as you say, there's also a range of other initiatives associated with um, with Digit as, as well and, and linking to these themes. So we have an innovation fund uh, each year where applicants can apply to be funded through Digit to look at particular topics and, and issues. Uh, and there's been six or seven of those projects each year so far and that will continue um, throughout the remainder of Digit. And those have looked at topics, very wide range and diverse set of topics from digitalization of employment services, the use of digital technologies in, in social care in Scotland, uh, robotic processes in financial services. Uh, there's, there's a long list of issues which, which connect to the core themes but also allow people to look at specific topics in a a bit more detail and that's an, uh, an open application process that people from outside of Digit can uh, can apply for. And in addition to that, there's the Marie Yehoda Visiting Fellowships. Obviously, COVID has had an impact on the, the physical uh, visits of researchers uh, to, to work on this. But nonetheless, I think um, it's been really positive to see um, people funded to work on specific projects with digit researchers on real world problems and again these have looked at things as diverse as blockchain technologies artificial intelligence and and how those are, are reshaping the workplace and again there's a round of uh, applications for those those fellowships each year another thing just to flag up before we move on to the uh, data observatory is also something maybe you could say a little bit more about because i know you're uh, closely involved in this is the activities in digit around um, early career and mid-career researchers as well. Yeah, so I look after that research stream with Dimitra Petrakaki, and it's really to try and provide opportunities and support for our mid and early career researchers within and across digit. So some of the things that we do there is trying to match our meccas, as we call them, up with appropriate mentors. So we're very lucky within Digit to have um, such a broad range of very senior academics up to professor level across a, a wide variety of fields and disciplines who can act as mentors to our meccas, both in terms of subject areas, but also methodologies and, and just in terms of careers advice and so forth. So every mecca at Digit is given the opportunity to have a mentor, which is great. Um, we also have 
a really nice series of talks, which we call the PIP series. This stands for Papers in Progress. So mid and early career researchers are encouraged to talk about their research in a really kind of safe forum with other mechas present and occasionally senior members of Digit to provide advice and guidance on how to, how to develop their research. We also have training opportunities and kind of drop-in office hours where mechas can talk to a particular senior academic about a topic of interest. So, um, yeah, the mecha the mecha program seems to be quite an active program. We yeah. include doctoral researchers within that as well who have their own little group that they're they're very active in promoting. So. That's a bit about the Meccas. I guess your baby, Chris, is the Data Observatory. So is there anything you can you can tell us about what the Data Observatory aims to do and what we can look forward to in the Data Observatory? The the Data Observatory, so the aim is to provide a, a one-stop shop for data evidence and debate around digital futures at work. Um, as we've mentioned already, there's a, there's, there's a lot of projects and, and research going on within Digit, and that's gathering a huge amount of new evidence on a whole range of aspects of uh, digital futures at work. Uh, so there's a need to try and disseminate that and have a, a place where people, if they want to find out about what's happening within Digit, can access data and engage with debate and, and commentary around that evidence uh, base. But also beyond Digit, there's there's a whole host of other data sources and evidence, and there's a lot of debate going on about what's happening at Digital Futures at Work. So we wanted to provide a forum and a space where there could be engagement and discussion and debates involving researchers from within and outside of Digit, um, policymakers, employers, the wider public. All of these hopefully can come and find out more about uh, evidence and data on, on digital futures at work. Um, so within that, we've got a range of things going on within the data observatory. Um, at the moment, you can, uh, if you go onto the Digit website, you can see the blog, and the blog um, now has about 15 uh, blog entries. These are really short commentaries and uh, around a particular topic, looking at a particular issue, engaging with some data or evidence, but in, in quite a short, punchy uh, fashion. And so far, these have covered a whole host of topics, artificial intelligence, technology and recruitment and selection, um, the right of people to disconnect from work. There's been there's been a lot of different topics. Um, and I think they're quite varied. They demonstrate, I think, the varied research that's going on within Digit. Um, they're using different kinds of data and they're, they're presented in, in, in different ways, but each of them uh, has been sort of molded into a short, accessible uh, blog to try and disseminate material that's that's coming out of uh, digit research from various areas. Um, the data commentaries, which is another aspect of the, uh, the data observatory, what we're trying to do with these is provide a bit more of a deeper dive into an issue. Uh, so these provide the chance for, for those that are writing to have a look in a, a a lot more depth at an issue, engage with some of the data and 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 explore that data in, in a deeper a deeper way. And so far we've published one of these and that's by Kevin Hernandez and and, and Becky Faith, who are two digit researchers. And their data commentary is really looking at 
measures of digital exclusion and how some of the widely used surveys to, to look at digital exclusion and inclusion by the Office for National Statistics and, and Ofcom, um, whilst very revealing in, in, in some aspects, they do present quite a binary picture of either digital inclusion or digital exclusion. Um, and it perhaps misses some of the barriers to exclusion um, and perhaps there's a need for more granular questions and the use of new methodologies to explore digital exclusion and inclusion in more detail. And they're really trying to explore that in a bit more detail in this data commentary. I perhaps don't want to give too much away about it now because we are pleased to say we're going to be doing a, a, another podcast with with Kevin and Becky looking more specifically at this issue and their, their data commentary. Um, but you can look at this on the, uh, the website. The data commentary is available, and it's hopefully the first of, uh, of many data commentaries that we'll have over the course of Digit, providing a bit of a deeper analysis into an issue. Yeah, I think what was really nice about data commentary is the way it provides this kind of, I suppose it's like a contemporary barometer of what's happening at the moment. And quite by chance, just as just as that data commentary was being published, Ofcom then updated some of their statistics on how they report and measure digital exclusion. But I think because we had that commentary in place and because it was such an in-depth analysis and look at the way in which these measures have been taken before, it enabled then Becky and Kevin to respond immediately to, to these new approaches used by Ofcom and they were able to very distinctively say whether Ofcom was addressing some of the issues that they had highlighted in their commentary and what what more Ofcom needed to do about it. So yeah, I think I think the data commentaries are, are a really nice way of providing that extra bit of, of analysis, whereas perhaps the blogs are, are a neat, simple kind of condensing of people's research, isn't it? So that Yeah. So there are there are a number of other areas on the data observatory uh, site as well. Some of these aren't heavily populated yet, but they're things that we will be developing content for over the coming months and, and years. There will be a link to all digit data uh, on the data observatory. Um, most of the data will be archived ultimately in the UK data service and we'll provide links to, to that archive from uh, the data observatory site that, so that someone coming looking if they if they want to access the raw data from the employer survey uh, that we're doing from individual projects both qualitative and quantitative data they can find a link of where to do that there will be some delays in some cases in in the archiving process taking place it varies from project to project but it is an aspiration and a, a goal of a digit to make the data that's being generated available for uh, secondary access and for, and for people to look at it. And, and there will be uh, links uh, to do that to the UK data service on the data observatory. We also hope to conduct some short, what we might call pulse surveys. So trying to get a, a quick understanding of a particular issue using a short survey. And we hope to do a number of these over the next two years in Digit. Um, they might, for example, look at the experience of workers in the platform economy or uh, look at dialogue and involvement around the implement introduction of digital technologies in the workplace uh, but it's something that we hope to do uh, alongside the more substantial employer survey to have some short pulse uh, style surveys on a particular topic area and alongside that there'll also be additional resources and guides to analysis that's been undertaken 
during Digit um, and the Digit Data Management Manual as well, where um, there's guidance on conducting research on digital futures at work and uh, covers issues around ethics, um, storing data and other things. So over time, we're hoping this will build into a uh, a one-stop shop for people to come to access data and evidence and debate around uh, digital futures at work. And we hope people will, will find the materials uh, useful. I should say we always we also welcome contributions from people, um, it, not just Digit researchers, but if people are interested in writing a blog for Digit um, or a commentary, we're very happy to uh, have a discussion with you about possible ideas. And there's, there's further guidance about that on the, the Digit website. I might ask you the question, Emma, um, about why why all this is important. Why why do we really need a, a data observatory? This research is going on. Um, it might be disseminated in, in academic journals, for example, at conferences. Why do we need a data observatory to uh, to try and bring all this together? Well, I think we're right in saying that there isn't at the moment a comprehensive, unified forum where academic research, policy discussions and debates and practice guidance in relation to to digital work can be found. So I think what Digit offers is a very broad and accessible setting for bringing together knowledge on digital futures at work um, and informing ethical relevant programs of research and practice. So I think what we hope from from the data observatory at Digit is that it will be useful to digital research communities, but also to to workers and organisations and think tanks, policy units and many other stakeholders um, to to come to, to be able to find the latest state-of-the-art research on digital futures, but also discussion and debate around the topic. So I I think we see Digit and the data observatory is as really a kind of rich platform for engaging and stimulating important agendas in relation to digital futures at work. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I think it's um, it's, it's providing access, isn't it, to to the information, trying to stimulate some debate and discussion, um, and hopefully there'll be some training and skills development um, opportunities through there as well with materials that we might uh, put up there, which will give people a better understanding of a particular methodology or approach to researching an issue. Um, and I found it really useful talking with those that we've helped write, write blogs with and, and commentaries to understand the approaches that they've been adopting and um, the, the methods that they've used to try and explore a topic in, in, a, in a bit more detail. Yeah, I think as well you're right in that I think we see Digit as something that's very inclusive and that we would want people both within and beyond the research community to feel that they can use Digit as a place to to connect with people who have similar interests and a similar desire to, to improve working life for people um, through digital research. So, yeah. So, with so much going on in the Data Observatory, Chris, what would you say are some of the challenges of, of leading this observatory? That's a really good question. I think the the biggest thing is really just the scope of research that's going on within Digit. Uh, there, there is, as you say, there's four themes. Uh, there's a lot of different projects and research, qualitative and quantitative. So it's just trying to make sure uh, that the data observatory can do justice to that depth and breadth of, of research. 
and I've certainly enjoyed doing the the groundwork on on this and talking to uh, people who are producing content for the data observatory, the blogs, uh, the commentaries to explore the ideas with them um, and to discuss with them about how that might be articulated or visualized in a accessible way uh, to get to get it out to as, as wide an audience as possible. The data observatory is still at quite an early stage at the moment. So we've got the blogs and we've got one commentary on there. Uh, this is the, the digit data management manual as well. Uh, but as, as we've both said, there will be much more to come over the coming months and years as well. Um, so there are there are challenges, I think, to uh, to doing that, but it's, it's been a very enjoyable process and, and I really enjoy um, uh, looking at the research and the ideas that are coming out of Digit and getting that across in the in the in the data observatory. Mm. I think it's really noticeable just how wide the variety of research and researchers are at Digit and how fortunate we are to be able to work with people from so many different domains and and all of the externals as well that we've been able to connect with through Marie Yehoda and, and the Innovation Fund has really, I think, enriched the centre. So, yeah, the challenge, of course, as you say, is is trying to organise that in a way that's that's accessible and, and does justice to, to the variety of people involved. Definitely. Uh, thanks, Emma. Um, we'll leave it there for now. We, we really hope you've enjoyed this podcast. Uh, there will be a link to the data observatory in the show notes accompanying this podcast. And you can uh, visit our digit website and the data observatory area in there to, to find out more about uh, what's happening. Um, we really hope that this has uh, stimulated your interest in, uh, in finding out more about it. And uh, please do look out for further podcasts and, and content in the future. Uh, Thanks very much uh, from me for listening today. And thanks very much from me as well. Mm